Welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. This is a space where we go deep, deep within, deep within where you access the sacred wisdom within you, where my truth and the truth of the women I bring on this podcast create a remembrance within you, within your soul, within your energetic field. Here, we don't look outward, we go inward, because in my world, it's always about taking you deeper in, in where your truth lives, in where your power resides, in where your soul knows. Welcome and get ready to go to the depth with me. Let's dive in. Hello, welcome to the Jacqueline Shaw Show. I am so excited about this conversation that I am about to bring forward with you today and for the guests that I have with me today because I know that this conversation, while I have no idea where it's about to go, I know that there's so much magic in it. This conversation has been brewing for a few months now. And this human that I have with me today, we have been on a journey together for the past six months. And I remember the moment that you came into my energy field and was like, oh, there's going to be like you know, something really here for us. I felt it in the first voice note that we shared. So I am so happy to welcome you to the Jacqueline Shaw Show and to introduce Michael Edwards to all of you here with me today. So Michael, welcome. Oh, I'm so excited to be here. And it's it's wild to think back, isn't it? That just six months ago, I remember I was sitting on my couch and I had signed up for this mastermind and I did, I knew you were part of it, but I didn't really know who you are. And I remember you sending me that boxer and, and saying, you know, Melanie said, and I have a good feeling and it's just, wow, what a journey it's been since then. Yeah. Well, what Melanie said, so Melanie and Lair, who we led in this, this mastermind with, she said to me, like at first I sent her a message. I was like, Michael, And she's like, you are going to love him. And then I feel like through our first like conversation, our first call, I was like, oh yeah, you're right. I sent her a message back. I was like, you are right. I love him. And now we've been in two masterminds, the Matrix Mastermind and the Continuum Mastermind. We've gotten to meet in person twice on two of the Alpha Fam experiences in Miami. So I'm so happy that this is the time that this conversation is coming. Yeah, it's just magical. So as I introduce you here, I feel like as we were about to hit record on this, I asked Michael, I was like, okay, how are we introducing you now? Because I feel like there's been so much transformation since I've known you, um, since I've dove into work with you. Um, The original way I would probably introduce you was saying like you're a hypnotherapist, like I had such an incredible hypnotherapy session with you. And as I went to say that, it felt like, gosh, there isn't even words to describe the magic that you are. Oh, yeah, it's so funny. Like, I have two really strong feelings about this because I get asked all the time, like, how do you want to be introduced? And I I have this deep feeling that I want people to like, I feel like we have, feel like we have to tell people why they should listen to us. And what I really want is for people to just have permission to listen and to feel from their own truth and to know like if my words land as truth for them then 
than to let that be the thing that draws them to listen instead of being like, let me tell you all of the reasons that you should listen to me, you know? And it's true. Like my words are, you know, hypnotherapist and coach, but I, I, as I went to say it to you, it almost just doesn't resonate anymore. You know, I feel like it's like, I'm so much more than that. I feel like I'm a, a seer of people and a guide and like a healer of the mind and spirit. And yeah, just an expander of consciousness. And I think too, it's changed from, I do this thing for people to, I've decided to become the greatest, highest expression of myself in this life. And as I journey through this, like I'm helping others do the same. Okay. Well, I love that you said that you're a seer of people, because that's one thing that I was going to say about you. I I love the way that you see people. This is what I love to witness in my AMI with you is like the way that you see people, the depth that you see in people. And I feel like in true, you know, just let it, letting everyone know you've got two projectors here. So in true projector fashion, it's, I mean, I think this is true, but any of us, like we can't be described in a few words, but in this projector fashion of like, I am who I am. And it's like, I am who I am. And that cannot be described. And even, you know, as I started this podcast in the beginning, I told my podcast producer, I'm like, there's no show notes because these words are just meant to be heard and felt. And the truth is meant to be listened to and received. So I'm not meant to describe it in written words and in podcast show notes. And that's kind of what you were saying at the beginning here. Like, I don't need to describe who I am. I want people to listen so that they feel like they're truth and a resonance of their truth in my words, my frequency, my message. Oh, I feel that in my whole body. And you've been such an expander for me, like a bringing back to that truth. I think, you know, being in mentorship with you has been a huge part of helping me see myself and not go, oh, I have this certification. That's what makes me legitimate going. I I'm legitimate because I am and I see myself and I trust that my gifts are not just enough, but like they're the magic and I don't have to compete with anyone else or I don't have to feel like I have to be anything other than I am. And it's so funny because as I've seen myself more deeply, my mentorship spaces have changed so much. You know, they've gone from me doing tools and skills exactly the way I was taught to do them to, of course, there's an influence of that, but also just allowing myself to see and reflect and use my intuition to the point where people that are in my mastermind spaces will show up and say, you know, what's your intuition for me? And it's so, it's so funny. Like that's such a departure from, you know, where I was six months ago, but to also recognize that the people that are sitting there being seen and receiving of that are valuing it so much that it's the thing that they ask for. It's so beautiful and and amazing. Well, and this for me is always like where our magic comes alive, where our medicine becomes like in its deepest potency that it's felt. It's like when, when we drop the performance energy or the need or like, oh, Hey, like I can guide you in this or lead you in this because of the certificate or whatever. It's like, no, like I am who I am. You are who you are. We were drawn into this space for a reason together. Like, can we trust in it? Can we trust in this space? Can we trust in each other's medicine? And for me, this, this piece of trust comes to like, I can trust in like, we're going to go where we're meant to go in our mentorship. If you bring your truth forward, if I bring my truth forward, if either one of us is bringing anything else forward, if we're bringing, you know, comparison or should or need or have to, or 
this performance energy forward, well, then do we, are we going to get to the place we're meant to go? Who knows if we're not in the frequency of truth. I'm just smiling right now because I'm flashing back to one of that. I feel like the first like direct moments that you had with me where I shared something and you're like, is that the truest truth though? <laughs> and it's just like, that was such a powerful thing. And I, I feel like that's been such a beautiful refinement and calibration to truth that's come from sharing these spaces with you. Well, one thing I'd love to share and talk more about, because one thing that I've really seen in your journey these past few months is this like really coming home into your own truth, knowing like that your gifts exist within you, knowing that again, like not getting caught up in anything like in the outside world, like the need, the validation, the, the results, and like you really owning the power, the depth, the potency of your gifts and your medicine. Yeah. I I don't even know where to start because I feel like it's just happened so organically, but I do feel that I feel that my whole career and really my whole life in many ways has set me up for success. It's almost like this is the thing that I was meant to do. And the universe made sure that I had every skill that I needed to have before I got here. Like, I really feel like that with, you know, from the, the like social media and and photography experience to having trained in hypnotherapy and understanding the different layers of the mind before all of this came, like, I feel like it gave me such a beautiful foundation. And, and, you know, like hypnosis is really the exploration of self-suggestion in the theta realm, which I feel like, you know, even in your activations, which are so powerful and like, oh yeah, like this is, we're going into theta and we're, we're making shifts and I can look at it through that lens and I can experience it as something that's so much more. So I feel like I've just given myself permission to experience this so much more. And I think what started to happen is because I'm very spiritual and very energetic. And obviously we go to such deep places in these spaces that we're in together. And for a while, I think when we met, what was happening is that I was experiencing what I was experiencing in it's the truth of what I was experiencing. And then I was filtering it all through the lens of psychology, through the lens of the subconscious, through the lens of the mind. And what I realized is to communicate and really just transmit truth. I had to speak about it the way that I'm experiencing it. And and so you can still say, well, you know, the subconscious is the mind of experience. And so if you're experiencing it, it makes sense to speak in experiential language. But I feel like deeper than that, it's just, this is what's so real. It's the energy. It's the the magic of it, let's say, you know, and so leaning into that and kind of letting go of all the supposed to be's, the should to be's, started to allow me to lead in a different way. And then I think I saw the response. I saw the deepening of my work. I saw client results, which had always been amazing that were just taken to a whole new level. And and I feel like a kind of magnetism online. And it's funny because you know, some of the words that I was afraid to say publicly, because I'm like, this is kind of a little bit, you know, out there, those would be the things that people would be the most curious about. Cause it's that thing, isn't it? It's like, they feel a truth. They feel a magnetism to this language. It's almost like something that's always been invisible. Your whole life can now be seen. It's like the curtains just been pulled back by this little bit of different language. And so it's, yeah, it's been a magical journey. 
Isn't it wild how when we like own the frequency of words, even like as you were talking there, I was like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> owning certain ones. Like I remember the time when I was like, hid my vision board in my closet. So I was like, oh my gosh, if anyone sees this, they're going to think I'm too like woo or too whatever. So I was like, oh yeah, I have these, this vision board, but like, let's hide it away. And then I remember the moment that I was in my first mastermind and there was this woman in there and she was like, I'm just giving everyone like nicknames here. And it's like what I like see in you guys. And she, her nickname for me was the metaphysical maiden. And I was like, oh, like I would never use like the word like metaphysical. You know what I mean? Like just all these things. And I was like, and there was like just words that I was like, oh my gosh, well, if I use those words and and I've shared this before on this podcast and in different places, like for someone now who like so deeply knows her medicine and can stand in her truth. Like I got so sidetracked when I came online, when I did get caught up in like feeling like I needed to be someone so that other people wanted to invest in me or hire me or would see me as this, or would think that I had, you know, what they needed versus just like truly owning my, my gifts and, and how my intuition leads and how truth leads and how I return people into this like depth of love and trust within themselves. But for so long, I was like, well, that's not enough. Yeah. Like the same for me, you know, and and especially I think the, I think the big comparison was people who teach really specific skills, because it's easy if you're not seeing yourself with what kind of we do, because I think there's some similarity there for sure in, in to look at someone that teaches like a really specific thing and to go, oh, well, I don't have that. But actually, you know, I feel like what we do is the most powerful thing of all many times, because I always think the question isn't how do I solve your problem? It's why aren't you already the solution? Right. And it's like when we lead people back into their power, when they see themselves, they tend to solve a lot of the how things. And if there's how things that they don't know, they tend to go and find it. And it comes from a very different energy and a very different self-led place than that. I'm sitting here and I don't know how to do X because, you know, so I love that something you often say is fuck the how. <laughs> like that's so powerful. And I know that there's this other side of the coaching industry that's like, no, you need the how, but it's like, we both matter. Like we both coexist together. And I think that's been something over these last couple of months too. It's like seeing myself and seeing the power in people like you and seeing the power in those people and recognizing that, you know, we have our magic and they they have their magic and all of it is beautiful and good and not having to make these hard blanket statements or binaries that like diminishes someone else and says that this is right and that's wrong, but to just accept that all of it is good and powerful and this is who I am. So let me just be, oh, just, you know, like the sun is what's coming through and shine what I do and revel in that. Oh my gosh. I love that. And you know, for me, like I am not usually one that sees things very black and white. I feel like anyone who like knew me in high school or like my family would be like, wait, when did, when did this change happen? Because you only used to see the world in black and white, but like really like, so any of these like very like, you know, statements that's like one or the other usually does not resonate at all with me. And then this fuck the how energy, it's like, when I say fuck the how, it's like often either change it to like fuck their how, like fuck their how, because it's like that how that exists outside of me. Like, I don't want any part of that. I, like, I don't want to follow your how, or I don't want to follow his how or her how. 
because it's gotten them a certain result. And so the how has to come from, for me personally, like the how has to come from within me. So again, it's not coming from, well, somebody else's how, or it's not coming from, let me figure this out. Let me fix this. Let me control this. I mean, it's really trusting in the how gets to be revealed. The how is going to like unravel. Yeah. It's like the iceberg, isn't it? It's like, I feel like the how is just the surface because all the hows can work and cannot work depending Mm -hmm. on what's behind it. And I think we've seen that so many times. Yeah. I want to ask you something here. I feel like earlier you said, you know, all these like roads leading to like success for you. And I was like, oh, tell me you're a projector with it. Telling me you're a projector, like you're set up for success. Like, of course, that's our signature. Do you feel like you know your success is inevitable. Yeah, hundred percent. And it's so funny because in the back of my mind, when you were just talking about vision boards, well, first of all, same, I used to wipe off my vision board before my cleaning ladies came and now I leave it. Cause I'm like, this is, yeah, I've been thinking about this recently, all of these things that I was manifesting and envisioning them. It felt like this big reach. And like, now it just, it just feels inevitable. Like I know it's going to happen. It's happening. It's already happened in some ways. And it's just like, yeah, I can see it. All the things that I've been, you know, moving towards and co-creating that I, they just all feel inevitable now for sure. And how do you feel like that shifts things? Like, I know you said something earlier about like you opened yourself up to the more. And I feel like it's the shift in energy when it's like the more is available. So it's not chasing the more, but it's like, you know, once you truly recognize that your success, like all of our success is inevitable, like that our desires want us as much as we want them. How does that shift things for you in terms of you being able to stand in your truth, like stand in conviction of who you are and the knowing like the depth, the power, the potency of your gifts, your magic, your medicine. I mean, I think it links back to something that I've been talking about a lot lately, which is this real awareness that I've developed around the frequency of trying blocking the frequency of being. There's this power in just the I am versus the I am trying to be. And I think the more you settle into that knowing and that sense of trust, It changes your frequency and your energy, but it also manifests in the way that you do things, right? Like that needy energy goes away. You know, if we think about it from like a law of attraction standpoint, that is the you becoming the match for the thing you desire because there's no resistance. Like sometimes when we want something so badly or we're chasing it or like we're pushing it, you know, I often say sometimes with things like beliefs or affirmations, You know, it's like we're saying themselves to ourselves so aggressively because we don't actually believe them. It's almost like there's like this charge of resistance. And so it feels like that that's the trying. It's like the trying to be something other than we am. And I think when that neutralizes it and it's just like the I am, it's like there's ease in letting the things flow in. Yeah. And I feel like sometimes it's this, like, if I, if I say it again and again and again, well, then, then am I going to believe it? Or sometimes it's like, I can believe it in you know, my mind, but there's a difference I feel from like believing it and knowing it. And I mean, like knowing it at the depth of who we are, like knowing it in our soul again, not knowing it in our mind, but like knowing I am versus like, I'm going to say I am and cross my fingers and hope that I feel this. And I think this is where oftentimes it's like that, that difference in the energetics and the frequency, right? It's like, 
I want to believe this so badly, or I know I should believe this, or that's the thing. If I believe this, it would get me to that next level. And so we try to convince ourselves that we believe it, but there's this mismatch in energy if we don't like feel it, know it. Yeah. And I think something that's been really beautiful that I actually haven't really shared with you that over these last couple of months is that I've actually been doing more kind of like very, very advanced hypnotherapy training where there's like no, there's no framework. You just kind of learn to work raw with the subconscious mind without like when we worked together, there was like this beautiful experience. And so I've learned, I'm learning now to work with the subconscious, the unconscious mind without the experience. So, and what you start to see is that change can happen without you consciously understanding it. Like some, you can actually make change and it's different. You're having different thoughts, but you have no conscious understanding of like, why did that happen? And what's been unreal for me is to be studying that at the same time as having been through all this beautiful mentorship with you, because I feel like there's this incredible parallel when you talk about coming back to your truth and your frequency and you just know it's like sometimes your mind doesn't have to get it. And I think on the surface in personal development world, let's call it, we sometimes spend so much time trying to convince our mind of things. And actually it's like your mind needs to come way off the pedestal. Like there's things that are going to happen and that are possible. It's like your mind's not even going to get it after it's happened, you know? And so being in that and kind of having this like technical understanding and being in your magic together, it's again, it's been one of these things. It's just like, I feel like that's deepened my understanding because it's so two incredible lenses of transformation and to be experiencing them in real time in tandem. It's just, yeah, it's just been an, another unlocker of wisdom. Oh my gosh. I have such a huge smile going on over here right now. First though, I'm like, wait, you have secrets for me? Like you didn't tell me this. <laughs> but the reason, no, the reason why I really have this smile on my face is I told you before we started recording this podcast, I was like, I've been on a few calls today and I was like, and each call like was meant to come before the next call. And I led a devotional ceremony this morning for my devoted mastermind. And literally in that ceremony, I had said, like, just allow yourself, like your mind doesn't need to get this. Like, you don't need to like get this, like, just allow yourself to be in the receiving of it. And this has been a conversation. Yeah, lately, like just a couple of days ago in Voxer, I shared to someone had asked me something, but she's like, but like my mind my mind is here. And I was like, I don't need my mind. I was like, half the time, I don't, my, I don't need my mind to get on board with this. It's like, I can move in this because it's like felt because it's known in my soul. Yeah. I love that. I love that you were saying that this morning. That's my whole thing. Cause you've had this incredible transformation that I've been able to see more and more because of the stories that you've told about past Jacqueline and, and, you know, which is so empowering. I think for those of us that sometimes feel like put mentors on a pedestal and feel like they're almost inhuman. So thank you for that. But like, I know there's like the return to the love season of your life, spiritual smackdown, which <laughs> oh my doesn't like, but <laughs> what, like, is that the season that all of that starts to change and you start to sort of like take your mind off the pedestal? Is that, is that the language you'd use or like, what, what would that look like for you? I mean, I feel like for me, this spiritual smackdown stage was really this return to love was this like trust in myself. But then I, 
like, when did this shift really happen for me? I think it was later on in my journey. Like after I had come online, like I said, once I like came online, then I kind of got lost, you know, in a little bit. And then I was like, wait, like a lot of these thoughts I started to recognize that I was like having, I was like, this is like, not my like truth. This is not my mind. Like these are just very human thoughts. You know, this is a human doubt. This is human worry. This is like the stories that we tend to all have. So I stopped owning these thoughts as my own. And I stopped owning them as truths. I was like willing to be like, uh, does this feel like truth within me? And when I say feel, this is even an interesting word, I think sometimes because I don't tend to like feel a lot physically, like in my body, it's like this, like just a depth of knowing inside of me. And it's like, so I started to, to honestly like question everything. Like, is this my experience of truth? Is this true to me? Do I want to choose that this is true for me? And if not, like, that's not going to be a thought, a belief code that I embody. Mm. And do you think that that journey with coming back to those deepest truths inside you, do you think that's one of the things that helped you anchor in your incredibly powerful belief codes. Yeah. Cause I feel like I was like, I don't like, I've been so clear that like, I don't know what I don't know until I know it, you know, it's like, I don't know what I, yeah. Like, I don't know what I don't know until I know it. And so there was all these things that I was like, I like five seconds ago, I might, I could have believed that five weeks ago, I believed that five months ago. And I'm like, and my belief codes can change so rapidly because like I choose what I believe in. Is that something I feel like being in mentorship with you is so powerful is like every now and then you'll just state a belief code and it's, it's like, it shatters. Like I remember when we were kind of encouraged to do a reels challenge and I was like, but I don't feel like I'm, you know, everything I put out is, 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 is in the right energy. Cause now I'm doing it just to do it. And I remember you were like, I would just never do something like that because I know that it wouldn't be right for my energetics. And it was like, it was like this whole construct of glass. It was like, you just threw an ax at it and it all shattered. It's like, that's what it felt like. It was, it landed so deep in my body. They're so powerful. The energy behind the way you state your beliefs and your truths, they're just magic. And I don't know that I had ever experienced that until being in, you know, these recent containers. Well, and that's it. It's like, once I know, it's like, I know it's like, once I know I can't unknow. It's like, once I have that feeling, like once I tune into that truth within me, it's like, well, then I can't go against that. Like I can't, I I often say this, like, I can't deny my soul or I can't like do something for the sake of doing something. If it doesn't feel in my truth frequency, if it doesn't feel like this is like, I want to. And it's like, for me, I'm always like, I want, I get, I want, I get. So if I do things outside of that realm, it's like all the energetics of it gets muddled, I feel. Yeah. Do you think working with clients has helped you refine those truths? Because so often in mentorship, there's kind of like this back and forth and deepening. Well, yes. And I feel like what you said earlier too, it's like, I feel like I can see so quickly and easily when it's like, no, that's not your truth. Like, is, it like, and I'm like, is that the truth of your truth? Or that's like the truth that you're just like either trying to convince yourself or you've been taught or you've been told or you heard. It's like, no, like let's bring you back into like your own truth around this. And this for me is always, you know, this is the power of mentorship. This is what I feel like I see you doing all the time. Like in our mastermind spaces, when you, you know, even this morning on our call, you're like, can I meet the devil's advocate over here? Because it's like very often you see like the truth that lies behind the words. Yeah. Thank you for seeing that. I 
I feel like that too. And I think, again, just like what you, what you said, uh, like really resonates with the convincing ourselves of the truth. Cause I think too, in this, in this world of working with the different layers of the mind, like, and talking about the conscious mind doesn't get it. So if, if you have an unconscious knowing your mind tries to come up with stories about the way that you feel. And so you can think of it like, like maybe you're when you're dating someone new, right. And say, maybe after like the fourth, you were like so excited about it. And now you go on the fourth date and you just don't feel it anymore. Like you just, you just in your body, you just don't feel it anymore. But then we have, we're so brought up to be like, there has to be a reason. So we, well, like, well, he didn't pay and I didn't like this and, and something, something, but like, those aren't actually the reasons. The truth is that you just felt it as truth that you don't feel the connection. And so I think part of the growth is realizing that this is like an artifact of the human mind. And can we not spin these stories? And can we just honor that truth of, I don't feel it without having to make 10 meanings and be able to tell our friends about why that is like, to me, that's one of the keys to mastery. Uh, Like, I feel like I just did a big exhale as you said that there, because it's like when we can stand and what we feel, what we know to be true without needing to explain it without needing the validation of it without needing to come up with this reason why like that's when I feel like we get to really move in our power and hearing you say you know this example of like you're on the fourth date and you don't feel it and instead of being able to say that it's like you know well well there's nothing wrong we'll just give them a chance well you know just go out on another date and see if you feel it and then all of a sudden 10 kids later you're like oh still not feeling it like what the fuck went wrong here and it's like <laughs> You know, and it's like yeah. you, you just didn't listen, but because there wasn't a reason, it's like hard to listen. And then I feel like this is where, you know, a lot of my work comes in in the beginning with people. It's like, we have all these like little inflictions, these wounds of where we've betrayed ourselves, and we've betrayed ourselves because we betrayed our own inner knowing we've had these like, and not even like red flags of like, <laughs> run. This is like a bad person. It's just like, I just don't feel it. Am I allowed to make, you know, decide that I don't want to go on the fifth date? Am I allowed to make a power pivot in my business because I want to, am I allowed to begin something new because I want to, without needing to connect all these dots or make it make sense? Yeah. I think that that's been one of the biggest pieces of deepening self-responsibility for me, and I I see that in people so clearly as they slip in and out of it now, is that putting my knowing, my truth, my awareness as the top in the hierarchy, let's say, of my decision-making. I think it's so easy, particularly when you're in mentorship or particularly when you feel like there's a problem that you're trying to solve to put someone else's knowing or truth above your own and kind of, like you said, betray your own truth. And so realizing that we can learn from other people and and take in wisdom and we can run it through our truth and and kind of almost distill it it feels like to me mm, i love this and this brings me back to something that you said earlier like that you're like you know running it through your own like filter whereas it sounded like before what you had said is like you would run it through the filter of you know 
forget the word that you use, but it's like running it through the filter of like what it's, you know, supposed to be like, or running it through the filter of like what you've been taught or what you've learned, you know, in a textbook or through education. It's like, can we run it through like our own filter of truth? And this is honestly one of my favorite parts in mentorship. Like I love when my mentor says something and I'm like, actually, like, that isn't like the truth for me. Or when I say something and one of my clients is like, that doesn't feel like truth for me because I feel like me speaking my truth then allows people to find their their own truth, whether it comes through like your truth and my truth feel the same, or it's like through your truth, I found my truth because my truth feels different than your truth. Totally. And I mean, it should. We're all exactly. so different. We're all made of different stuff. Like we all have a different gifts and skills and just so many things. So it doesn't make sense that it's kind of like this old binary, everything has to be this way, right or wrong. Like it just, it really falls apart when you go deeper. Yeah. And like, like who wants there just to be like one thing, like one right way, one truth. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, where's the, where's the fun in that? Totally. You know, I feel like when we talk about that kind of truth, I feel like something that I've really recognized are we're very much brought up in a world that was based on thinking from Newtonian science, which is very like physics and matter based and realizing like, I don't think that physical reality is what we think it is. I don't think that it's what we've been brought up to believe. And and there's so much now in like quantum physics world. And and like, we see it in energetics and manifestation where things that are seemingly impossible become possible, you know? This is so interesting. Cause I was just about to say like, there's so much evidence around us of like the impossible becoming possible and the things that we like didn't know existed like now existing. And as I went to say that, I love the times where there's like, the evidence that opens me up into the realm of like more possibility, like that next level of potentiality. And I also love that we, I feel like are really here creating our own, you know, frame of reference for this, creating our own evidence. So I also love the willingness when it's like, I don't have evidence of this, but I'm willing to follow this thread of energy. I'm willing to trust in what I can't yet see what I don't have the evidence for. Yeah. And I, I feel like that's a truth and a possibility that opens up when you operate the way that we're talking about. That's certainly something that I've seen, like when you're mind led, because your mind loves evidence, it's difficult to create in the absence of that versus when you're so like a deeper truth and feeling and frequency led, it, it almost makes sense that things just unfold as a match for that. And, you know, like <laughs> I've had these almost moments of I've had I felt like kind of scared to be totally honest because I feel like as I've raised my frequency I've just watched things unfold in life that it almost doesn't feel real and that's honestly one of the things that's led me to these contemplations about sort of the nature of reality if you will but I see it and I see it in people in our world is that, you know, people will talk about becoming a master manifester, but like, it's, it's really a thing and it's, it's magical and it's, it's life-changing when it, when it starts to happen. And I really do think that it is that, you know, as you're always saying frequency first, I think that that's one of the things that really unlocks the possibilities. 
Well, I think this was such an interesting shift for me too. It's like when I literally started to look at everything, like the world and everything in it, in the terms of frequency and in energetics and knowing like I determine the frequency of the things that exist in my world, in my realm, my frequency leads, your frequency leads. And what happens when we choose to allow our frequency to lead when we choose our frequency first? Do you feel like when you made that, as you shifted into that awareness, do you feel like that's unlocked your magnetism as well? 1000% because then I also, it's allowed me to go into such a deep surrender and deep trust as well, because it's like, okay, if frequency is felt first, it's like there's things happening in the energetic realm that I can't even possibly grasp right now that I don't need to see that I don't need to feel that I don't need to have the evidence for it's like, it's already in existence. And I feel like that energy for, for me, that creates, yeah, like creates the magnetism because it also creates that depth, that level of trust. And like, like beyond trust, like this faith beyond measure, this like deep knowingness that we talked about earlier, this like knowing from the soul that like all that is meant for me is going to find me all that I am meant for the, the people that I'm meant to lead and be in mentorship with, like, they're already in existence. I don't need to go find Mm -hmm. them or chase them or figure it out. It's like, I need to be more of who I am. Oof. I I feel that so strongly. So I just moved into this house with, with two friends. And it's funny actually, because I think you reminded me, I told you the story about how we were manifesting this house the first time we were in Miami. And it was crazy. It was this, this stunning house just off the lake with this amazing yard and pool and all this stuff. And basically one house had to sell and this other house had to, you know, all the subject twos had so much had to happen in order for us to get this house. And my friends and I, Basically, we were like, wouldn't it be cool if, you know, we moved and lived together? And then a week later, there was this house that was coming into existence. And I was like, hey, we we have to hold the vibes for this. We have to hold the vibes for this. But it all came together so beautifully and so in many ways, impossibly. And also... I feel so much of what you're saying with them, in addition to the people, you know, that we're in mentorship with is like, I feel like this is the beautiful other side of doing all of the self-growth, all of the personal development worth is like, I became a match for these extraordinary people. You know, these are the first, some of the first friends that I've had in my direct life and like not my online life, but in my physical life where they're not in any way, like threatened or triggered by my bigness, by my desires. I'm like, we're all the same. We met for lunch a week before we moved into this house. And it was like, what are you guys doing? And I was like, oh, you know, I've been in Miami and then I went to New York and then Egypt and this is happening and that's happening. I'm launching this in my business. I'm doing another mastermind. And they're the same. They're like, we bought a new business and we're launching this and we've been to Hawaii and we've done all this stuff. And it's like, it's not like we networked it. Like the universe literally brought us together because we are such a beautiful, perfect, energetic match. And I, I'm so grateful for it, but it's, I'm not like, Oh, thank goodness this happened. It's like, thank goodness. I did the work and became a match for that. Like there's also an ownership of my part in that. And I think that that's something really beautiful. And even in mentorship, I've been feeling that lately. It's like, it used to be like, Oh, this person changed my life. And now it's like, no, no, no. I changed my life. And it was, I walked with this person. Like it was better, faster, amplified with them. And sure, there's like, I calibrated to them, but there's almost like a taking back of like, 
I made the shift in my frequency and now the universe has responded. Yes, yes, yes. 1000%. Yes. And it's like, I can thank God and also like, thank me, like, thank God and thank God. I said, yes. And I feel like I shared this both times we were in Miami too. It's like your, yes, the other people that were in that experience with us, it's like your initial yes, you know, back in January, then your, your next sacred yes in March to these spaces is like what lands you in rooms like that and experiences like that in connection with like, I mean, the most incredible connections and, and friendships and like love, I feel like has been formed in these containers and these spaces this year. And knowing that it's like, well, your yes brings you into these spaces. Like my yes, back in December of like trusting in my soul calling to like make the shifts that I felt called to make my business, like led me into this space. Your yes leads you into this space. And I do feel this. It's like, when I give my sacred yes, when I, you know, when I move in this way, that's like, this is where I invite the universe to meet me. This is where I invite God to meet me. Yeah. I love the sacred. Yes. Like that's been so activating to me. And, you know, I think we talk a lot about money celebrations and I am still celebrating that, but lately I've really been focusing on celebrating the sacred yeses as I have more longer term containers and people are making bigger commitments to walk with me. I'm finding that as that comes through, the thing that I'm actually celebrating on the highest level is people giving me their sacred yes. So thank you. Oh my gosh. 1000%. This is like, this is what I always say too. I'm like, when I, when, when people come into my world, it's like, it, it often like brings me into like tears. It brings me into this place of like deep gratitude, deep honoring, because it's like, I recognize that sacred. Yes. That that person just gave. I recognize like what that takes when we are moving in alignment with our truth, that it's not, you know, just like, yes, to this and yes, to this and this. It's like, when we feel that connection of the sacred, yes, it's so powerful. And then I just get, you know, it goes into this place of deep honoring. And then I get so excited for what's to come because I know what comes when again, people meet in this truth frequency. Oh, you can't see, but I'm, I'm like, my eyes are watering as you talk about that. It's so potent and so powerful and so beautiful. Oh my gosh. Well, this has been such an incredible conversation. I'm so happy that we decided to do this together. I'm so happy that we're like, we don't know where it's going to go and we're just going to allow it to flow because I feel like there are so many beautiful moments and takeaways. And thank you. Thank you for being here with me today. Thank you for being gift that you are in this world. Thank you for doing the work to come back to the truth and the knowing of who you are and being willing to share it online, to share it with us here, to share it with the people in your life, in your existence. You are just such a gift and you're such a force. And I'm so happy that our paths have intertwined in the way that they have. Oh my goodness. Uh all the feels this. Thank you. I'm so happy too. Like, I'm so, so happy. It's like, thank you for bringing Jacqueline into my life via this mastermind. And uh, thank you so much for being you and for, for all that you do, because you are so special. Oh my gosh. So good. Tell us about all the favorite places to find you. I will definitely tag everything in the show notes as well, but yeah, tell us where we can get more Michael. 
Yeah. So I tried to make it super simple. So everything is michaeledwards.live. So my Instagram is michaeledwards.live. My Facebook is michaeledwards.live. And my website is michaeledwards.live. So you don't need a .com or anything else. It's just www.michaeledwards.live. And I run um, a free masterclass every month that, and they are pretty bomb. So that is a great place to join me. Oh my gosh. So incredible. Like I said, I will drop all of those things in places to find you in the show notes. And I'm just excited that you and I get to continue on our journey together the next few months in our mastermind space. So thank you to all of it. Thanking God, thanking the universe, thanking your sacred yes, thanking my sacred yes. Amazing. Thank you so much, Jacqueline. Gorgeous. Thank you for being here with us, with me today. These conversations, these riffs, these transmissions are seriously life-giving. They nurture my human. They nurture my soul. These are the type of conversations I want more of, and I know you do too. I'm so happy that you're here. It's truly an honor for me to bring my voice to this space. I love you. I will see you back here next week. In the meantime, please come join me on Instagram, Jacqueline underscore Shaw underscore. And if you have women in your world that you feel would love this podcast too, I would be so honored, so deeply honored if you share it with them. I love you. I see you. I'm standing in sacred witness of all that you are. Thank you for going deep with me.